Should I explain about Kara, my closest and most irritating friend and confidant? Or should I just cut straight to the chase and talk about Declan, ex-boyfriend as of half an hour ago, and his stupendous, mind-blowing betrayal? Oh, I don't know. How on earth can I be expected to think straight when I'm creating my very own papier-mâché sculpture with a Kleenex? Just let me make one thing perfectly clear. This is totally and utterly Declan's fault. One hundred percent. You know when you hear people discussing their friends' relationship breakups and they say stuff like, well, it was six of one and half a dozen of the other, or no one's really to blame, or the equally vacuous, they just drifted apart. Well, it's all bollocks as far as I'm concerned. Ducks drift apart. Humans get pushed away. No one will ever say that about this particular situation. I did not drift. I was shoved. Heartily. If I were a soap star instead of a boring old English teacher, this would fill the pages of the tabloids. You mark my words. The demise of our lovey-dovey coupledom is entirely due to my bastard boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. And very soon, when you know the whole story, I think you'll agree. Chapter 2 Adam stood up and had a quick glance round the office again before he spoke. Kara's not here, he said. I'll pass the message on as soon as she comes back. He replaced the telephone receiver on its cradle. The news desk was empty. Apart from the Himalayan mounds of paper in this supposed age of the paper-free office, and Kara's usual barricade of bells, Buddhas, and Oriental whatnots, but then it was late in the day, and apart from those on the newspaper's aptly named graveyard shift, they should all be heading home, or more probably to that home from home the British call the pub. Where's Kara? He shouted to no one in particular. Our esteemed news editor is in the toilet, Chris supplied. Adam sat down again. She's been ages. She's probably feng shui in her arse. Chris leant nearer to his computer screen. Bloody hell, look at this. Adam raked his fingers through his hair and clasped them behind his neck. It'll make you go blind. Chris closed his eyes and fumbled around his desk with his hands knocking over his pen holder. What? They both laughed tired laughter. It had been a long day. Not long as in interesting, long as in the most boring day imaginable. To say that it was a slow news day was an understatement of mega proportions. As chief photographer, Adam had been sent out to take snazzy pictures of a car that had been vandalised by the owner's batty 62-year-old female neighbour, who refused to be photographed, a child who'd won a place to the local theatre school, and a man whose lost dog had returned home of its own accord after two weeks missing in the wilds of Belsize Park. Not much to get the old adrenaline whizzing round the veins, although it was a very cute dog. Some indeterminate ball of frantic fuzz that had adored Adam on sight and liked to lick a lot. Adam sighed inwardly. If only women were the same. Adam shuffled his chair over to Chris's desk, where
where his friend was doing what he did for the majority, if not all, of his working day. Surfing the internet. His favoured sites were those that contained the headings Nude, Naughty, Naked and Nipples, among other things. Now that is a sight for sore eyes, Chris said, breathless with admiration as he pointed at the image on the screen. Adam peered over Chris's shoulder and pursed his lips. Not bad. Not bad? His friend scowled at him. Are you gay? That is the most luscious pair of legs you're ever likely to see. I would give up all of my worldly goods to walk arm in arm with a young lady of such delicate beauty. I don't think a fiver would get you very far. Chris looked crushed. No? Just then, Kara came out of the ladies' loo and walked across the office. She cut